Hi, everyone. This is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC. Uh, this is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids and deep diving into nerdy pop culture to make it more accessible for you, our listener. How's it going, Tom? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good, man. Like, glad to be recording again after a couple of weeks off. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, 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 it's been too long. It's been too long. But we're here now. Yeah. So, so should we do a quick, quick, quick introductions of each other just for everybody that's new to the podcast? Oh, what? Again? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, do you want to start? Man, you I, never know who's like tuning in today. I started last week or last episode. Um, I feel like you should go this time around. Yeah, let's have a go, man. So uh, my name is uh, JC Garay. Uh, I'm originally from Honduras, uh, but uh, now I'm living in Portland. Uh, before this, I lived in London. That's where I met Tom. Uh, before that, it was the States. And before that is where I was born, Honduras. Uh, I am a dad of an 11-year-old named Aiden and a lovely little girl that's five years old named Arabelle and wife to one amazing woman called Fiorella. And She's uh, listening, isn't she? I yeah. love all things graphic novels. Uh, uh, totally. <laughs> I, I want breakfast after this, dude. <laughs> I, I, I love me my graphic novels. Love my kind of nerdy horror, nerdy uh, sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, and I dabble in video games now and then. So over to you, Tom. Hi, my name is Tom Arnold. I'm, uh, I'm uh, the, the other half of the podcast. I'm originally from france as you can hear on the accent uh moved to the uk to london 20 years ago which is where i met jc um also a dad to two kids one who's lovely uh, emily 11 and a boy who is getting there slowly um about to be four years old <laughs> uh, louis uh quite a handful but he's uh, one day one day buddy one day he'll be I'm gonna, he'll listen to this he'll be like oh that wasn't that bad yes you were um married to <laughs> A lovely, lovely Spanish lady, um, Elizabeth, who is from the Canary Islands. You know, shout out to the Canary Islands. Um, yeah, I'm, love that place. Oh, yes. Those holidays. Um, I'm very much into video games. Uh, anything that has to do with Sony, Sega, Microsoft, even if you want to. And Nintendo. Um, I also love me some good nerdy books, you know, anything that has to do with, you know, especially comics, a um, bit of manga as well, some Dragon Ball now and then. And I think that's about it, you know, and I still like sports. If you heard the uh, episode two on PlayStation, we say we mentioned we like sports. I still like sports. Yes, we, we're, we're f- <laughs> inclusive. Whether you like sports or not, we're here for you, baby. There you go. All right. All right. So we've spend the last episode bashing Fortnite and a bunch of, uh, <laughs> a bunch of uh, um, games that we thought are maybe not recommended for a younger audience and maybe to our kids. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing today. We are going to recommend a bunch of games that we liked. Yeah. Uh, and today's episode is um, specifically um, focused on the PlayStation, right? Um, yeah. The next couple will be on the Xbox and the following after that will be on the Nintendo Switch. So today, exclusively, I cannot say that word, um, specifically on the PlayStation and uh, uh, it's a lovely bunch of games that I think most, some of them are exclusive to the PlayStation, JC. 
Um, I believe looking going down the list that we've got, there might be no. I don't even know if there's there's something that came out on the Xbox. I think they're all pretty much exclusive to the uh, the world of Sony. Nice, because it shows the love for the PlayStation. And and just one one more disclaimer ahead of this is that as we give you recommendations, um, you as a parent define what is the level of whether it be violence or content in a video game that you're comfortable with for your kid. This is just what we feel like we're comfortable for our kids, uh, but your tolerance may be totally different. So please always like check video games on Common Sense Media or any other sites that review them. So you figure out what's actually the, the video games your kids are playing. Cannot stress that enough. We both do that for our kids and make sure that we almost like chew it up a little bit before like regurgitate and like yeah. vomit it into their mouth sort of thing um so <laughs> yes. a lovely image that's a lovely bird analogy of what you should do for your kids <laughs> um yeah, then. all right so what, what what we've sort of done quickly just to, to reframe it is uh, we picked um a bunch of games so i've got uh, one two three four on my list and i think jc's got about the same number three or four um these are games that we have played um and enjoyed uh, and if we've enjoyed enough to recommend it to everyone um yeah. so i think i should go ahead shall i go first um with my first pick of the and the 2020 lockdown season um so i think i'm gonna go with firewatch i think and i've just looked it up um, um firewatch is not exclusive to the playstation right it's not it's actually on on the xbox and and, and um, switch but i've obviously played it on ps4 because that's my main gaming rig as we should say yep. um yep right so firewatch let me tell you what it is if so i'm not sure you've played it yourself right am i correct I haven't played, but I, I saw the like the, the the cover on it. Dude, looks mm. looks like it's really nicely designed, like really awesome art. It's it's um graphically amazing, simple yet very well done. Um, so Firewatch, it's um, uh, it's a story that's set back, I think, at the end of the eighties, I think, in nineteen eighty nine or eighty eight, and you are controlling a man mm. named Henry, uh, who's retreated from okay. his sort of you know his life that you don't really know much about uh, apart from the fact that something happened something really bad happened in his love life um and he's retreating to this um job who he's well in wyoming i think something like that, in the forest in wyoming or this park how do you guys call it in the u.s this massive park so the, the forest oh, they, uh, uh, natural, uh national park national parks that's the word national park. yeah uh, in wyoming and he's um taking the job as a fire lookout there <sighs> Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff that happens and uh, you get to dwell into his backstory a little bit as he's yep. um, trying to um, do the job of fire watching, which is great. Um, so, yep. you know, the game came out in, I believe, 2016, um, which is uh, the year. No, I was going to say the year. The year was my son was born. But I think my boy, was, my boy was born in 2017, but I got the, the game in 2017. So. Um, you know, I got I got to play that with uh, him being a newborn baby, um, and having yeah. him sleeping on my lap because it's it's a very chill, um, slow paced game for most parts. Um, so you can play with your headphones on whilst you're having a newborn um, sleeping on your um, <laughs> on top of you. So it's all good. Uh, there's not going to be that many rough and, and crazy controls when you have to throw your controller up in the air and, and shout and 
and do a bunch of um, rush movements. So it's it's pretty chilled in its pace. It's pretty slow. Um, so you know, in my, my history with this is that like I, I was I was going through those nights where you don't sleep that much, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to watch TV whilst he's asleep there. I could try and sleep, but it's not really comfortable on the sofa with a baby there. Um, so I would play Flyer Watch to get me through those nights. Um, yeah, I would, I would recommend that that game. It's 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 great. There might be a few themes if you if you letting your kids play that game that you might not be comfortable with. You know, it's like the uh, maybe death is something you're not really um, cool with. But you know, it's 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 dealt with in that game in a, in a, in a good way. That is not um, you know, it's not trash. Let's put it that way. You know, it's not something like sense. It's not sens- yeah. sensationalizing death. It's being talked about, you know, somebody, yeah. a loved one from your family is, is gone and this is how you deal with it. Um, I'm not going to spoil the entire story. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but the, the, the setting of it is yeah. it's pretty cool. It's not something that was done before. Um, I think that the, the publisher of the game the, or the developer of the game is Campo Santo, I think that's the name. Um, and they, they, yeah. this one of those studios that um, release a game every 25 million years, but every time they do, it's, it's, um, it's a great one. So yeah, my yeah. first pick, Firewatch. So that's, that's, I think, is an awesome example, especially as you talk about the, the part about death, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because one of the things that people hold up for whether it be Fortnite uh, or even like uh, the Minecraft battle royale modes or like other games like that, that a lot of times like the, the actual violence is so cartoonish that it doesn't have really an impact. And and we talked about this last time about how is is a, a shooter game gonna inspire because you go up and, and, and like do something violent and whatnot. And, and most of the research right now says no, that, that that's not actually what, what pushes kids to, to get into that sort of, of, of mindset. And that's a whole different topic, right? Uh, but what I like about it is like you mentioned, this game still has death and it's, and it's the death is given weight. Right, it, it means something. It matters something in the game, and that's where I'm like that. That actually, I think, is kind of a, a good association for kids, right? Because then they they're learning about something that is a natural part of life, uh, but at the same time, not making it just out as oh, and just shoot them all up. But because they don't look dead, it's okay to shoot everybody, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we and we've all played those games. And they're fun to do, but you have to to counter that something to balance it. It's like yeah, yeah to turn it like you can't have nutella all the time right it's like you gotta have <laughs> something else on your crepes to like that flavor occasionally have a savory one because then the nutella one tastes that much better right and, and that's the point it's like this game yeah, yeah exactly it's like it's it feels like this type of just looking from it visually it like it will it will hit up different dopamine receptors based on what happened, right? It's like, whether it be like the visual, the act, it's not the same receptors they're getting from Fortnite. So it's funny you mentioned the visuals because the visuals are very, um, they're very cartoonish in general, uh, throughout the games. It's, it's, it's very grotesque in the way that the characters are looking like, you know, they have big hands, massive heads, square heads. Uh, yeah. Not saying it's Roblox or, or, or Minecraft, but they, they look very, um, they look very cool. And I, I love the way that the whole design has been done. Uh, and the voice acting also is great. I mean, not only from the main character, but from from everyone else involved in the story, but I, in particular from um, the guy who's playing, what's his name, Henry, was Harry Crane, um, the the guy who's voicing Harry Crane, acting as Harry Crane in Mad Men. Yeah, and I think his oh, name is Rich. Oh, really? Rich. Yeah. All right. So he he's the he's the main actor for the, for um, Firewatch. 
um, which is cool. Like if you've been a fan, like I, I like Watchmen, ah. uh, Mad Men, so Watchmen, Mad Men, um, and I thought. Yeah. Harry Crane in that is is the guy that I was um, sort of identified with <laughs> in a way in a weird way. Um, so having him as the uh, as the as the voice of um, Henry throughout the game is quite it's quite weird at first. It took me out a little bit. I was like, yeah, this guy from Mad Men, <laughs> but yeah, and eventually you, you 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 get used to it. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Firewatch for me. Go and get it. Cool. All right, cool. And I just noticed that the the gameplay takes around. Uh, five to six hours uh, so it's a good one especially if you're trying to get your kids more invested in longer games it's a good introductory one that isn't like 20 hours or anything like that yep. um, so they can kind of feel like they're getting that completion that, that dopamine hit from completing you, the game you can complete it in, in like if you rush through it a rush you know in brackets yeah. um, you, I, it took me a bit longer than that because I, I really enjoyed walking around the park and um, and trying to get as many clues and 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 you know stuff like that. So it's it's um I, th- I think I took my time with it because I actually enjoyed it so much. I didn't want it to be over. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good introduction. It's a good introduction for your kids. So I want to get Little Big Planet because it was definitely a game that this was back when Aiden was way younger. Um, it's a game that felt like it was at his age level. It felt like it was a co-op player game and it had kind of like interesting elements to it, right? And for anybody who hasn't played Little Big Planet, uh, it's basically a game about this, this uh, uh, creature called Sackboy. And he goes to this planet where there's all these kind of like like elements that look like almost like crafts it looked like the like the whole planet was built with like cardboard and like fabric and glue and just like with you feel almost like there's like silly putty in the back just holding everything together uh but it also then means that you end up manipulating what's around you to basically get through the various puzzles in the game so for for also for kids that have ever done a platformer game that's the great answer to platforming right because some of the platforms just get ridiculously complicated like cuphead and stuff like that um but uh, uh but this one is actually one that's very doable and you can play with them so right so there's like challenges you take on together uh and then you you, you absolutely need two players to solve the challenge so it ends up creating a nice situation for you to play a, like a two-player mode and that was my big thing right i wanted to have a two-player mode game that i could play with aiden so we could spend time together hang out have something to talk about and that's exactly what little big planet did like we Cross like like various missions, and then we would finish them, and then come back and play the game again. And it was always progressing, and it was on itself, and it never stopped being clever in the interactions the game had. So I just think, at general, as we'll see, it'll go like, like at the, our our middle schoolers, right? Like we've got preteens, they'll be like, oh, that's like a kids game. From from a gameplay perspective, it is awesome it's like super good can be played at any level it'll entertain adults as well as kids as well as like like very entry-level gamers uh so have only great things to say about the game and there's i think four different versions of little big planet uh it is an exclusive to playstation i think i love the um that game in particular because of of its creativity i think the fact that you can customize your 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 sack boy into whatever you want it's like you go through the levels and, and unlock um different you know uh, you know maybe a hat or a t-shirt or whatever it is uh stickers also that used to be the big thing um yeah that, that was quite cool and i think they also um i think they encouraged you to share your creations also i think that's when the yep. playstation 3 was out and they were like trying to get people to um, yep. use the share button on the controller so 
that was really cool i remember i remember yeah um spending a bit of time trying to make my character look cool yeah so it's a great game it's a great pick and uh, and it's a great example of like where you don't have to pay money to get your character to look good or to pick up these extra like and the more moments of of excitement but they're not tied like and go buy this or like oh i have this you don't right it's just it, it just happens in the natural flow of play you just get rewarded and that is the opposite of the slot machine it's like yep. play and just like out of the blue like magical stuff's going to happen and as opposed to like play with an expectation that you will gain status right it gives you the surprise rather than expectation earlier and i really like that difference no, so you're right yeah, so moving on to next bit. What you got, Tom? Um, so that's a game that um, well, my next recommendation is a game I picked up during the quarantine. Not quarantine, sorry, the lockdown. Quarantine is something completely different. Um, that game is Deliver Us the Moon, uh, which is something I huh. um, came across completely randomly. So it's, if there's something you need to know about me is uh, I love the moon. Like I love stargazing when the, you know, if, if if you can start something you can do easily in London because of the lights everywhere. It's such a massive city. Um, but in, in the summer, yeah. you can sort of, you know, get a fair share um, of stars out there. You can see some good stuff. Um, so I, I love the moon. I have this weird um, passion mm-hmm. and infatuation with the moon over the years. Um, so when I saw there was this game that allowed you to get up there yes. and uh, trying to solve um, a mystery of what happened to people that lived on there i was like yep sign me up sign me up so saying that it's not a two players game it's not a co-op game but it's it's something that's definitely story driven um it's more of a sci-fi thriller sort of game Mm -hmm. but it's not scary at all there's there's nothing that is going to jump out jump out the screen and scare you to death you know there's no jump scares um it's it's very well paced and balanced again um, so the story is basically that the planet Earth is um, so it's it's got, it's, it's got an element to it of, of teaching kids about um, taking care of your planet. So there's a bit of um, um, you know let's let's take care of planet Earth sort of thing vibe. To that, it. that climate change is an actual climate thing. Change, climate change <laughs> is a thing. Is a thing. Yes. So it's um, I think I think something along the line of planet Earth resources are gone, and the only way we can get um power and electricity to the earth is to, to go up to the moon and mine the moon and then send back through these massive long beams um you send the energy ah. back to to earth so you can have this um uh, allegedly um endless uh, power coming from the moon you know it's like there's never ending yeah. power it's like kind of like wind you know yeah. wind, yeah. wind power um but then something happens and you have to go up to the moon to see why we're not receiving any more of that energy yeah. and see what happened to the people that were in those bases. And then you have to go through those steps and try to see what happened and ah. maybe fix those bases and get, get things back up and running. Um, so again, it's not, it's not the longest game. I'm almost done with it after maybe about 10 hours, maybe less than 10 hours. It's a great, it's a great game for your kids if you want them to learn about, um, yeah, again, climate change and, and energy and um, so being sustainable and, and you know those sort of themes, overarching themes throughout the game. Um, it's 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 I don't I don't know if there's anything else to mention about it, but I think it was yeah. a pretty cool story-driven 
um, game that um, definitely, definitely is also is also cheap. <laughs> you know, I know uh, parents' <laughs> money. You know, it helps. <laughs> So yeah. it's it's um, for us it's about fifteen pounds. So I think it's about the same in dollars. Should be about be, between fifteen and twenty dollars. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's it's not something that will ruin you, and there's not a, any DLC for it. There's no crazy things to purchase. So you know there's not yeah. going to be any of the any of that business. Yeah. And, <laughs> and how how does it rank in the violence scale? So for any parents out there wondering. So, the the only violence you'll get is maybe um, going through the story and finding out what happened to the people there. Yeah. Uh, again, there's there's a few death, but it's not portrayed as a, a violent thing. It's more you trying to um, investigate what happened to them. So the, the 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 theme of death is present throughout the game, but there's no visual representation of that. You'll see. So they they, they have this this um, visuals of when you're trying to see and understand what happened previously, you go to these computers, um, one of your um, other characters you play with is this tiny little flying ball computer thing robot that follows yeah. you around. And that robot gets you through and open a bunch of doors, maybe that are locked and you can get to other parts of the base with it. Um, but also gets you to um, play record recordings of the, uh, the security camera system so you see what happens. It's like these three uh, D animated um, bodies and and stuff that are going on. So you don't see any faces. You just see like those. You know, remember those those very old school eighties three D animations like those. That's sort of thinking. Yeah. So it's like that. So you see what happened to the guys before, but you don't see any body parts being blown up. If you, that's something you 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 worry about. There's none of that. Um, okay. Cool. Be, you know, theme of death, but no blood. Put it that way. Nice, dude. Good work. I, I liked your recommendations, man. They seem to be like games that have like different pace to what a lot of the kids will be used, but still have enough of a story to keep them drawn in. Uh, awesome. So uh, on that note, like uh, my next pick is, uh, and this will be no surprise. This was game of the year. It came out. Uh, it's been played endlessly by a ton of people, and it's a true testament to the actual game, which is uh, the Spider-Man game uh, on PS4. Uh, so this is the, the incarnation before Miles Morales game that just came out. So this one came out a few years ago. Uh, and it is just an absolutely lovely game. It's the best thing I can play. It, it just, it feels like you're playing the movie. Um, but at the same time, it, it's, it's just weird to, to feel like it's playing like a movie. You almost want to sit there and watch it. But also the gameplay is so endlessly satisfying, if nothing else, for just like the slinging webs and like swinging through the city. You do that and have a ball for like an hour, like easily. It's just so satisfying. Uh, but the missions are exciting. The, the actual plot is super cool. Uh, it's it, it can get tough uh, at times. And uh, at least for us, um, and we, we definitely needed some some YouTube tutorial support to get through it. Um, this is not a two player. But what we do is like, we'll just, uh, in, in typical like way you do it when you were a kid, you would invite a friend over and you just take turns going on missions, yeah. right? And one person's first mission, the person's second. So that's what we'll do, we'll take turns going, going back and forth on missions. Uh, and yeah, th this is one that actually I need to carve out time to, to, to play more with Aiden. We've kind of fell off the bandwagon with it a bit and we want to get back on it because this is one of the games that I was really excited about. He loved, we're both like super into um, and then uh, we just got busy with life and other stuff uh, and haven't come back to it. But uh, but it's a super fun game. Absolutely love it. Uh, it does have violence. Uh, I don't think it's like as gratuitous 
uh, as some other games. Like uh, it's definitely not in like Call of Duty sort of sort of level, um, but it does have some violence for, for the parents that are concerned out there. But it's no more violence than you would see at a Marvel movie. So if your kid is happy with PG thirteen, this is a perfectly PG thirteen game. Uh, super fun, man. It's um, it's one of those games. It's funny because when we got the PS5 last week, um, the first thing that Emily asked me to do was, like, "Oh, can I play Spider-Man?" Um, it's it's um, it's uh, it, and it's a long game as well. It's not something you're finishing yeah. in, in ten hours. It's, there's a lot yeah. lots to do in there. Um, yep. But I want to go back to maybe a little bit of the violence. I think it's it's um, very important. Yeah, you understand that if if you're comfortable with things you've seen. Even in the Spider-Man movies, I think I feel like yeah. it's the same sort of level. You know, it's, it's a big brawl, and you know, you, you're going to have yeah. wave of waves of enemies coming at you. Um, yes. Um, and again, it's not the. I think I, I, I want to sort of um, stick to the point that you made. That it's not the easiest of games. So for your yes. kids, especially when they're ten, eleven, um, if you want to introduce them to a superhero game, it's a great introduction to the superhero yeah. worlds and super. You, superhero yeah. themed games yes um but you definitely need to give them a hand at times you know um the, those missions when you gotta inf infiltrate those towers you know those bases and you again have waves of enemies coming at you these these will need uh a maybe more expert and experienced pair of hands yeah. on those controllers because it's uh, they they can they can be a, a handful to to get through <laughs> i yep. struggled and died a couple times but yeah um, oh we've yes. died a ton of times <laughs> and again again the, uh, i can piggyback on that with uh, miles morales which is on ps5 um mm. which again um it's, it's literally this it's almost copy and paste to an extent to the spider-man um yeah. that came out on ps4 but graphics are obviously slightly better and, and there's no loading time between you know, if you go through the map, you won't notice anything that is loading at, at times. You know, if you go between underground and and overground, there's no yeah. waiting for the game to load. It'll be like in, in instantly there. So it's quite cool. Oh, um, nice. But again, it's it's the same game. Copy and paste, but with Miles Morales in it. <laughs> so can't go wrong with that. If you got a PS5, also jump on that. Well, I, I, I did hear that one of the things that they updated in Miles Morales is that the, the actual map of the city apparently got more realistic like it was always a pretty realistic map but like you could people directions to an actual destination in new york by following the game like it was like that spot on apparently yeah. Yeah, it's 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 more detailed i think they put more, a lot more streets and, and buildings in there so yeah definitely yeah yeah that's cool all right yeah cool. No, so, so that's another one's so like as your kiddos want kiddos that want a challenge that are actually really good at fortnite right this could be a good one that like to step up to the challenge right to like really take yeah. on a, a tough game uh, so what's your next pick, sir? I've got a total PlayStation exclusive, which is Astrobot. Um, so Astrobot is the, uh, I think Astrobot Rescue Mission is, is the complete name. It's a game that came out on yeah. PS4 a couple of years ago, um, which is a, well, you play as um, Astro the robot, you know, says so in the title, and you just, it's just a straight up platformer. Um, uh, yep. It's it's extremely cute. It's extremely it's quite it's quite it's kind of an easy game it's not the hardest to complete where I've, i'd say it's great is that it's an awesome awesome introduction to the world of vr so virtual reality oh astrobot interesting 
uh, uh, literally that that's the first game that Emily tried with a, a VR headset on, and it's such a great great game to get yourself familiar, well, to familiarize yourself with 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 a VR headset because it's it's you won't get motion sickness, you won't get any of the the weird after effect you could get by playing any VR um, VR games, um, and again you know extremely kids friendly it's it's there's a lot of nods to the world of playstation also and it's even more so now in the playstation 5 version where i think it's um, astro astro's playroom um yeah. which is not a vr game i think that's just a straight up platform game um, yeah. and astro astro's playroom is more of a technical demo for the playstation 5 you know with the, with the new controllers and all stuff like that yep. this is more of a technical demo for the for the vr headset on playstation 4 um Nice, dude. And what is it? What do you think it is about it that doesn't give you like the the motion sickness and stuff? Is it just like the gameplay is a little more considered, or is it just the increase your frame rate, or like what? Uh, no, I don't think oh. it's anything to do with with technical reasons. I think it's more like you said. It's 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 so slow in terms of pacing. Like you're going through a platformer, so there's no um, sudden. Um, you know, head turns to the left or to the right. There's no sudden motions. Uh, you know, it's like there's a bunch of games where you just you're literally like in a, a, a um, riding like you're in a car. So that obviously that would be probably the worst thing you can do wearing a headset. Um, a VR headset is being in a car, car ride, and like you gotta look up and down, and you know you see somebody coming up to the right of you and shooting at you, and you've gotta duck and, and stuff like that. Like the, those motions are the ones that will kill you, <laughs> literally. Um, but the this one is it's <laughs> slightly more relaxed, you know. You know, I, I always compare it as having a a godlike view to the game, where you're like the the little astrobot is looking at you and he's waiting for your instructions to move up and down and you know right and left and jump from that platform to that platform. So it's like he's breaking the fourth wall. Also, is looking, there's an interaction between you and the robot. He knows you're there, looking you know watching him, and. Uh, he's also talking to you doing the game that's pretty cool nice it's extremely simple game like this is this is almost not a challenge to finish it but it's what it does it does it extremely well so for my final pick i've got horizon zero dawn uh and this is definitely a kid uh sorry a pick more for like the kind of middle schoolers going into into high school or or in in the uk going into secondary uh, yep. Year seven, eight, nine, nines, tens. I don't know where, where it ends, but anyways. Um, uh, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, I, I think to me, it's the perfect answer to uh, which to Zelda Breath of the Wild from PlayStation to a certain degree. Sure, yeah. Because uh, I, I feel like it's, it's like the type of game even though I mean it came out before uh, Breath of the Wild, but the way they updated it and then the kind of the, the version that came out PS4 and there's a version that's coming out for PS5, right? Um, it's uh, it's just the type of game where wandering and doing the side missions sometimes is the most exciting thing because just wandering through the landscape is just so awesome. The same way that like Zelda does it, and just taking on the side missions are just like there's so many of them. They're like infinitely satisfying, uh, but the main storyline is really good there's a lot of like really emotional beats in the game uh the the game itself once again i feel somewhat plays like a movie not in the in the same specific way as as spider-man but in a way that has like a cinematic effect yes like your your world isn't small 
you're not inside like a platform or we're like an encapsulated area. Like the world just feels big and lived in and thought out. And it's a great example of world building. Um, but probably the, the coolest thing that like that, that hooks the kids is uh, when you get into the game and you start to kind of create weapons, sorry, uh, start to sca scavenge for weapons and create mm -hmm. weapons and so on and so forth. Uh, that's kind of the first time when I saw in, in, in Horizon Zero Dawn, like the, the dinosaurs, I was like, wow, it like, it felt like Jurassic Park. And, and that's how highly I think of this game. It's like, it really is one of kind of the, the favorite ones that, that we're working on. And uh, I can't recommend enough. Uh, yes, there is violence. Yes, it is extremely hard. I think Tom can attest to this. Uh, so what, what was your experience playing it? Oh, dude, it's, 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 um, it's, it's a great game visually. I just, I've put, I've put in so many hours into that game and I've, I don't know. I've not. I don't think I've, I'm halfway through it yet. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's it's. Yeah. I don't, have you finished the game? Have you? Have you no, not even close. Oh no, we're like a quarter, if, if, if at best. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anyone who has finished that game. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, but saying that, it's it's great to have a, uh, a such a badass female female um, character in a game. Yes. Yes. So cool. Yes. Um, but I really want the thing is I feel a bit bad about this game because I really wanna wanna know more about her backstory. I really wanna dig into it, and I've I've tried to finish it um, literally a couple of weeks ago before I got rid of my PS4. I was like I need to finish this game before I transition to the next console, um, yeah. and I could not get back into it for some reason. So I think the controls are a bit um, heavy. I think it's it the characters move slowly, and so when you go from Spider-Man to that um it's it's a bit of a change of pace but um saying that it's it's one of the greatest game on playstation 4 though. It's, it's up there in, in the top five of the best games um any categories you can think of um i don't know i don't know i don't know man it's it's just i, I want to finish it i want to finish it and it's 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 an experience in you know in itself it's something that has to be played there you go. So yeah, I uh, highly recommend it to everyone. Uh, awesome game. And, and it actually, it sets up the big question of like, would you rather your kids endlessly play a 15 minute loop or <laughs> play a game that they're unlikely to finish, right? Um, and, and both things can be frustrating, but I, 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 as a parent, I err on the side of like, give them something that they won't be able to finish because it, it, it creates like a drive and a need to like yeah. go figure it out rather than like the, the endless need, like the, the gratification coming over and over every 15 minutes, it gives them something to strive for. It gives them something to like battle against. And, and yeah. we're all like sat here as parents that will I'll be able to buy our kids video games. So already they've got a leg up. This is a way to show them like adversity and challenge, right? Like when something's that hard, you got to find it somewhere uh, because sometimes it just won't show up in life in the same way as because we've been yeah. fortunate enough to be able to give our kids a good life, man. So exactly. you got to find some places to do it. Yeah, you've, you, you can find uh, So find, um, shall we jump into your last pick? Yeah, sure. Um, oh, sorry. What is my, no, no, that's okay. Look. My last pick is the Uncharted series, it's, which is again... Um, completely exclusive to the, the PlayStation. Um, so <laughs> the funny thing with Uncharted is that it's it's um, it's a great story. There's a bunch of games that came out. You know, it's, it's so many. It's one, two, three that came out on the PlayStation 3. There's one on the PS Vita. And then there's two on the PlayStation 4. So it's about yeah, six games. Um, 
in total but it's it's uh it's it's a funny game that one because you, you you look at it and you think okay that that could be great for your kids if you know 10 years old and stuff like that but <laughs> but uh the main character drake um it's quite a it's kind of a funny one because he's he's this very charismatic guy and he's very funny and he's very great to play like it's like the the the, the story the world that is in, in you know, set in is really really cool but he's like the uh, the friendliest mass murderer you can find out because <laughs> he's like going through freaking levels of like downing everyone <laughs> like, and he's like turn around and cracks cracks a joke and you're like that's funny but he just i just killed 25 guys just to get here but you know at least he's cool um so this this is where i think if, if you're a parent and you're like okay the, if you're um, thinking of getting uncharted you'll you'll be that's where my warning would be it's like it's it's a great adventure game i think it's loosely based on the indiana jones world i think you can yeah. say that safe you know safely say that um but yeah it's <laughs> and it's got a bags of charisma but be very aware very mindful that you're gonna have to go through a lot of enemies um you know shoot them throw grenades at them push them off cliffs and stuff like that so it looks kids friendly, but beware! <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of dead bodies at the end of it. Fair enough. It, it's it's one of those games where like once again, it's like everybody has different tolerances for violence. Um, and I've had a lot of chats about this with friends of mine about like, hey, like this isn't what's going to make my kid a violent kid. So we're very happy for them to like whether it be player watch whatever it may be. And uh, so yeah, if you're a little bit more in, uh, like feel more comfortable with it, go for it. If not definitely probably want to stay away from it if you've got like on the younger side and very impressionable uh and either one is fine like do we we're trying to give picks everything for everything but yeah this one is a big disclaimer in front of it <laughs> yeah big disclaimer it's uh, say, that said it's probably i would say top three best games uh on playstation 4 but um, i'm hoping they'll get they'll get a, a new one out for the ps5 i don't know if that's in the nice in there somewhere cool all right so that rounds out all our playstation picks uh we'll be back with some xbox picks to talk about those uh so stay tuned uh once again thank you to tom uh for all the hard work and editing and the mad instagram game he's pulling right now with all the posts they're looking great for catching up with the nerds i appreciate it yep. that's all right thank you for joining into the podcast and we'll uh, see you well see you all you'll hear from us in the next one i guess about yeah. the xbox have a good one. Stay nerdy or catch up with nerdiness, guys. Take care.